Your heart is your garden. It's in the heart that we receive love. It's also from the heart that we love. Therefore, it is vitally important that we protect God and keep our hearts. For it's not only love that flows from our hearts, but it's all issues pertaining to life that comes from the heart. And if our hearts are with the Lord, if our gardens are planted with Him, Psalms 1 says, those who cherish this relationship, those whose hearts or whose gardens are with, are with the Lord, they will be a tree planted beside waters and, they will, and their leaves will not wither, that everything they do will prosper. So, welcome. This is session 7. We will be looking more at your heart as your garden. We will start off with the parable of the sower, or in fact the explanation of the parable of the sower. And we, we find this in Matthew 13, I read from verse 18. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside, but he who received the seed on stony places. This is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. But he who receives seed on good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold and some thirty. So first of all, we find the seed being the, the word of God and the seed that is planted in our hearts. It's sown literally into our hearts. So the soil or the ground or the garden in, in this case refers to the heart. And the seed that we hear, the word that we hear, the seed we receive is planted in our hearts. And very important in all these these cases that we have have just read the same seed was sown but some gave a hundred some 60 some 30 some did not come up some barely had fruit the same seed was sown in all these circumstances the only thing that changed was the ground itself therefore proverbs 4:23 that says keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard for out of it flow the springs of life it says guard your heart why because it matters the ground the soil matters you can receive good seed but when if the if the soil is bad it won't bear fruit we need good soil so let's go luke 6 verse 45 a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. So the seed is planted in our hearts, and this seed becomes a tree. And this tree bears fruit, and this fruit is seen by the people around us. Now, just... Just think of this. Earlier we said that all people have rivers flowing from them, but not all 
All rivers are good. This is the exact same thing, but this time with fruit. All people have a tree planted in their hearts, and all hearts have fruit. And all hearts' fruit can be seen by the people around them, but that not all trees and all fruit are good. You've heard this phrase many times, where um, someone w- would say, Ah, now we see your true colors. Those true colors are the fruits of the heart we see. And those true fruits are oftentimes um, hidden behind certain actions and people try and hide who they truly are. They try and disguise their hearts behind certain actions. And many times these true fruits, these true colors are only shown in troublesome times. So people will see where your garden is planted, what is truly in your heart. The fruit of your heart will clearly be shown in troublesome times because that is where you lose your, your effort, your focus on guarding the image people have of you and you start breaking down and become vulnerable and your heart itself starts showing and people can start to see your true colors. And those true colors are the fruit that is bare in our hearts. Now, in in, uh, Matthew 15, verse 10, we read, When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a man. Jesus uh, spoke these words to, to to the people. He said, It's not what goes into your mouth, but what comes out of your mouth. For... What goes into your mouth, what you eat, what you do, is not what defiles you. It's not in the doing. It's what comes out of you. And then in verse 16, Jesus spoke to his disciples and he explained this. He said, uh, Matthew 15, verse 16. So Jesus said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which passes out of the mouth comes from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but not what, uh, but not eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. So he says, it's not your doings that defile you. It's not in what you eat and what you do, but what comes out of you. Because what comes out, the fruit, is what comes from your heart. It's that fruit that defiles a man. So even if you do something right for the wrong reasons, you're still wrong. It's not the fruit. It's not that thing that only that people see it, not the image you put up, but the heart that produces the fruit that completely defiles a man. It's doing something right, but for the wrong reason is still wrong. That's why we must guard the heart. We must keep the heart. For out of the heart flows these good or evil fruits. Now, in Matthew 7 verse 15, we read, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Once again, do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? 
Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. It simply says, if you don't like the fruit, you cannot change the fruit. A good tree can only bear good fruit, and a bad tree can only bear bad fruit. If you don't like the fruit in your life, if you don't like what is coming out of your life or what people see in your life or what you represent in in your life, you can't change the fruit in your life. Have you ever seen an angry, bitter old man trying to be friendly? Have you ever seen someone with depression trying to keep up a smile? Even if they achieve this, it never lasts. An apple tree cannot bear oranges, but it's not difficult for an orange tree to bear oranges. And this is where the frustration comes in. Are you frustrated with life? This is many times where the frustration in life comes from. We are apple trees trying to bear oranges. We try and change ourselves by simply changing the fruit. And this is simply not not possible. If you want different fruit, you need to change the tree. By, um, in order to change the tree, we need to receive different seed to be planted in our hearts. So any, any gardener would, would tell you that in order to have a good tree, you need two things. You need good seed and good ground. And these are the two topics that we will be uh, looking at next in our, in our next session.